Welcome to Epignosis, the teaching ministry of Chris Morgan. May the light of God illuminate your heart and may the truth make you free as you listen. Today I will be speaking on what I have called the dispassionate life. I remember one day, quite some time ago, I saw something very disturbing. Two men arguing over something on the streets of Lagos. Then suddenly, the altercation went into another level when one shoved the other. And soon after it, it was an all-out physical battle. As people gathered around and tried to persuade these two fellows to end their fight, it was all to no avail. They continued with hatred and anger in their eyes. The smaller guy, who was actually the mouthy one, said he was going to kill the other. This enraged the other one even more, and he lifted up this small guy and slammed him on the ground. Unfortunately, there was a stone where he hit the guy, and his head landed on that stone. Blood flowed from his head as people held the man responsible when he tried to escape. The fellow on the ground died minutes later, and this matter became a murder case just like that. I decided to go on an investigation to find out how this entire thing started. And when I asked a few people, I discovered it was over 100 Naira. 100 Naira is less than a dollar. The fellow on the ground was a bus conductor. The murderer was a passenger who felt he had been overcharged by 100 Naira and had determined that he was going to get his money back. The conductor guy refused and the rest is history. Just 100 Naira. To put it in perspective, 100 Naira can do almost nothing for each of these men. 100 Naira and someone was dead. 100 Naira and a man's life is ruined. What can it actually buy? I'm very certain both men had much more than 100 Naira in their pockets as they fought. I am sure both men have on several occasions given out 100 Naira without even missing it. Why on earth could they have fought to death over something so small? My questions can probably never be answered even by these men because anything done in an emotional state always lacks reason. I have found that passion is the opposite of reason. In this particular case, the passion was anger. However, regardless of what kind of passion it is, once it's allowed to have sway in any situation, whether it's anger, jealousy, emotional or sexual love, the result is normally the same, complete nonsense. It never makes any sense at all. Even the person who did it cannot explain why he acted in that manner. 
in an emotional state, there is automatically a suspension of reason. That's why it's hard to reason with an angry person or someone who is afraid, jealous, or in love. They are incapable of thinking in that state. Reason only returns when the emotional state recedes. That's why it's very unethical to negotiate with a man before sex. Please, wives, take note of that. He will agree to anything, so don't be surprised if he's unable to do that thing. All things sound okay to him at that point because he's not in his normal senses. Personally, I resist any form of request or negotiation at that time. So husbands, never negotiate before sex. Better wait for the angry man to cool down before you try to point out where he was at fault. The jealous person has little regard for what they have when he or she is jealous. People who are afraid are a danger to themselves and everyone around them. I remember as a kid, I had such a fear for injections that it took several people to hold me down at their own risk to take something that I knew will help me. That's why it's risky attempting to help fearful people. These emotional states come from the primordial part of our human brain, which is almost impossible to stop. So they are an integral part of the average human being. How then can a man live without being a victim of these emotional states? The only way is to counter them with reason. Just like water puts out fire and fire dries up water, depending on which is stronger at a particular point, emotions can be doused by reason just like reason can be suspended by emotions. I have found that if one reasons out any particular situation, it helps keep emotions in check. This is what I do. I simply look at the facts, not how I feel. I say to myself, what is real in this situation? How does it actually affect me? How does the fact that someone did not greet me impact on my life? Is this real or just a thought? When it hasn't happened yet, how do I know how it will happen? What is this situation going to cost me in financial and material terms? How does him showing me respect make my life better? Will I die? If she leaves me, in what way does the fact that she is with another man actually affect me? What do I gain in real terms from this relationship? These are some of the kinds of questions I use to challenge my emotions. They work better in some situations than others, but they generally work. Now the bottom line here is to try to live a dispassionate life. A life that is dependent more on intellect than on feelings. Be guided by reason at all times and apply reason to all situations in life.
Though feelings can be good sometimes, how boring life would be without emotional or sexual love. A little jealousy has a funny way of spicing up relationship and creating some intensity in our love life. But to allow these emotions take total control of our decision making will never lead to anything good. You should own your emotions, not the other way around. The book of Proverbs 25 in verse 28 says, He that had no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. This scripture describes a person who lets his emotion control them as a vulnerable entity. They are tossed by whatever life throws at them. Living a dispassionate life will make you become better husbands, better wives, better friends, better employers, better employees, and find a level of peace you won't believe exists. The dispassionate life is a life of peace, serenity, and a life without the ups and downs of emotions. Thank you very much for listening. You were blessed by these teachings. For inquiry, support, and contributions, kindly send us an email on epignosis721 at gmail.com. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 234 We would love to hear from you. God bless you.